Welcome back to the Hockey House Podcast, episode 16, presented by Selly Hockey Co. I'm Murph, joined virtually by Glick and Fitz. We'll go to Glick first tonight. Glick, how you doing? Not bad. Just trying to keep up with schoolwork. It's hard to get back into after a long winter break, but got to keep that uh, team GPA nice and high. <laughs> how about you, Fitz? How you- I'm how doing you- good. Uh, I'm pretty bored all day, honestly. Just been sitting around waiting to uh, to do the podcast. Really done much today, so I've been looking forward to talking with you guys and talking some, some ACHA puck. How, how are you doing, Murph? I'm doing good. I'm glad I have a platform to talk about my men's league performance tonight because it was amazing. Um, <laughs> not to brag or anything, but was sidelined with COVID, first day out of quarantine, uh, only took a shift off in the third. We, we had five guys to start the game. Scored two goals in the first two shots. Uh, ended up winning 6-3. Six, six, good team win um, for Frechette Tire. Um, it was good. My lungs are gassed, though. Like, the stamina was down tonight. I, I got to play center, which was nice. I don't think I won a single uh, offensive zone faceoff. That was a liability out there. But um, once again, men's league, turnaround for the podcast. Where do I do in between? Taco Bell, Doritos Locos Taco, and Baja Blast. So firing on all cylinders tonight. The hockey gods were on my side. And just looking forward to another good show. We got uh, Brendan Pepe and Robbie Lockwood joined us from Stony Brook. Um, they, they've they kind of been all over the, the country playing ACHA hockey. Stony Brook's got a, a tough schedule. So they've pretty much gone everywhere. They were cool to, to hear from. Um, but, you know, after this weekend, the, the ACHA is kind of – uh, been put in the spotlight uh, with the most recent events since we last talked. I know we joked uh, with the boys from Stony Brook that they're now the second best college hockey team on Long Island, um, obviously referring to Liberty and LIU playing. Um, I don't know if you boys got to catch any of the games, but the results, I mean, you guys both predicted a split and and, and you got it. I was fired up when you texted us. Uh, was that Friday night? And you were like, Oh my God, I have chills right now. And I was like, no way it happened. <laughs> yeah. I think I like got off the ice and I saw that. I'm like, wait, did they actually win? And I checked and I was like, holy shit, no way. I like, I think it set in when I got like, obviously, like we have the podcast. So I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm in quarantine. Like, I'm definitely going to watch it. And then it set in when like, I was getting Snapchats from teammates who were watching it. And I was like, okay, like people are watching this game. And then we were getting messages on the Instagram of people wanting to watch the game. I was like, we were sending people the live stream link. It was like everyone in the ACHA was watching. Um, And, you know, I I said they were going to get swept. Maybe did I fuel the fire where the Liberty guys listen to the pod? I don't know. (laughs) But if I get proved wrong in the name of the ACHA, I'm okay with that because um, not only did they beat LIU, but our guy Bronson Moore got put into a game against the number four team in the country. Um, put in the game in the third period in a blowout. The the Gold Gophers kind of ran away with that, but all around a good weekend for the ACHA. Yeah, that was also that for better weekend. when you, when <laughs> when you said uh, when I saw you put that out on the uh, Instagram story that Bronson got into a game. I think that fired me up even more than Liberty winning. Cause I was just like, I think that's every 
player's like dream every acha player's dream it's like 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 always says acha to the show and then like this guy's actually like he went from acha to a d1 game like that's phenomenal the leonardo dicaprio meme of him on the couch like that was <laughs> me when, when i saw the tweet that bronson got put in that was like what i was like the same night that the interview dropped or was it the night after i mean it was just crazy how we were just talking to him like a few nights ago and just talking hockey and there he was playing for asu we talked to him tuesday night we talked thursday morning the episode dropped thursday night he got put in the game and then friday was liu liberty you come on the podcast and you'll be playing (laughs) d1 in a few days that's just how it works honestly it was it was great because like with with liberty winning that game like I was like, we were pumping out the content for people to see. And like so many people started following us because, you know, I don't know, we, you, you, you take advantage of stuff like that to promote the ACHA. And uh, I hope that, you know, we get at the end of the day, it gives us more people to talk to and more stories to tell because um, as Liberty showed, the, the ACHA is legit. But Glick, what is the math property that we talked about? If, if, if Liberty wins... Transitive property. The transitive property people. Listen to this. This is how good college hockey is. Adrian beat Liberty 7-0 earlier in the semester. Swept them. Liberty beats LIU this past weekend 2-1. LIU earlier in the season beat RIT, the Rochester Institute of Technology. They beat them 4-3. RIT beat Clarkson. 8-5 Eight to five earlier in the season, Clarkson beat Mercyhurst six to two. Mercyhurst beat Bowling Green two to one. Want to know who Bowling Green played in when the season started and they couldn't find teams to play? They played Adrian College's D three team and they beat them five nothing. The transit property people, Adrian's ACHA team, better than Adrian's D three team. Just it's just that's how the math the math works out. It cancels out. There's so much parity in college hockey. Like the best players are playing, and and, and some are playing in the ACHA. It's legit hockey. I can just imagine you're just like up like super late, and like we've all seen in the movies where like the guy who's like crazy has like the giant map with like all the like strings, the like little pins trying to connect all the dots. I can just imagine you doing that before uh, hockey scores. Because I knew. I, I knew there were enough teams. I knew that Bowling Green had played Adrian's D3 team. And I knew if I could just connect LIU to Bowling Green, it would come full, full circle. <laughs> sure enough, it, it did. You're making me think of that guy in the hangover when he's like counting cards and all the numbers are like flying <laughs> around his head. <laughs> It's uh, and, and like I'm not saying I'm not trying to say that Adrian's ACHA team would beat their D3 team, but as we heard when we talked to the Adrian guys, we were like, "Do you, like do you guys try out for the D3 team? Like, how's that work?" And they're like, "Oh no, like those guys are nasty." Like, uh, Pfeiffer and Dante were telling us they were like, "No, like those guys are legit at hockey," and it just goes to show you. But maybe if you throw the three of us on the ice, like I don't think we're beating <laughs> LIU. <laughs> Hey, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> I think the ACHA better start uh, getting some more respect. 
I think we should get like an ACHA all-star team and send them to play D3 teams and just Ooh. see how it would go. Just take the best of Liberty, Asia, and all the top teams and just send them like around that. Massachusetts. I like that. All these little schools and just see how it goes. That's like the, the EHL does that. The EHL all-star team plays like a weekend. They play like Pullman State and like Salem State. Um yeah, maybe an H an ACHA All Star team that uh that goes. I actually the the D two ACHA All Star team last season played Stony Brook before they went overseas, because um, they do they put together an ACHA All Star team to play in the University World Games. I think. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that. I've seen um, people that go overseas for something. Yeah, I've yeah. Heard of it. I think they pick. They take like a D two All Star team and, and they go play overseas. Uh, they played Stony Brook in the fall. Nice little segue in to our interview um, coming up with Stony Brook. It was good. It was good talking to the Stony Brook guys. Uh, you know, somewhat they they play in the same conference as Syracuse in the in the Eastern States Collegiate Hockey League, also known as the Eschel. Uh, we, we had some similarities there. Uh, and you know they're kind of like us, and 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 getting their own backpacks and and, and jackets and hoodies and tracksuits. And I don't know if you guys have seen, but Selly Hockey dropped a new line of hoodies, uh, pretty legit. Um, they've got the Eden Hall hoodie, a Trinidad Tobago hoodie, Alaska hockey, and then you can get the classic Selly Hockey hoodie in light blue. Boys, these are these are pretty fire. They they look good in the locker room. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the, those Trinidad and Tobago sweatshirts, those are fire, absolutely electric. I'm all in on the uh, just the the classic Selly hockey uh, little North Carolina blue uh, hoodie. I'm I'm digging that. I'm always a sucker for the uh, the North Carolina blue. So big fan of that one. I like I like the Eden Hall. Like the Eden that. D three, the third Mighty Ducks is my favorite one. I don't know if that's just because I'm older and, and you know went to prep school. And uh, so th- that being said, we're gonna turn it over. We've got Brendan Pepe and Robbie Lockwood coming up. This week, we're pleased to welcome from the Stony Brook University Seawolves, Brendan Pepe and Robbie Lockwood. Boys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Going on. You know you've made it in the ACHA when you get to come on our podcast. <laughs> I've been I've been begging for uh, for a few weeks now, so finally got the uh, the call up and finally made it. Well, we figured with like Liberty playing um, the college hockey team from Long Island, we would talk to you guys afterwards. We figured we'd get the next best thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're no longer the best uh, hockey team on Long Island after uh, LIU. That's tough. I mean, you guys have such a such a long history of playing on the island, and they just come in and steal the thunder. Yeah, our coach wasn't very happy that we didn't get the the call up for the NCAA, but how uh, <laughs> she goes? Maybe you got. I, I mean, with Liberty playing, that maybe like you guys will get some preseason games in in the future years. Yeah, we were we were actually uh, supposed to play in this year before uh, like everything went on. Four times, right? Yeah, we we're supposed to play four times, but oh, I don't wow. know, they probably. Uh, if, if we do play this year, they're probably uh, going to fill those spots by the uh, by the time we we can play. I remember, like before, like we all like before, like at the point where like things were shutting down, and 
people didn't realize like how serious COVID was. I remember I signed the petition for you guys to go to nationals. I was, I was pissed. I was like, they're not letting Stony Brook go to nationals. Like I would be so mad. I signed that thing right away. Like other guys on Q signed it. We were retweeting it. And then yeah. it turns out like this was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see that one coming. That was definitely, uh, I guess spoke a little too, uh, too early on that. That got uh, retweeted by Spen Checklist too. Yeah. Pretty wow. Cool. Hot shots. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Who, who you, I don't know. Well, we'd start with you, Robbie. Um, kind of just explain to people the path that you took growing up playing hockey and how you ended up at Stony Brook. Uh, so I had a short hockey career. I started, uh, I played player my first year of high school hockey for East Islip. And uh, if you play Suffolk County high school hockey, you know it's not the best. Um, it's pretty trash. So, after playing there for four years in high school, my senior year, I finally uh, played my first year of U18 AA, which is also trash. I played for the Freeport Arrows. And um, that was my first year of like actual, I guess, quote unquote, competitive hockey. And after that year, I went the college route right out of high school. I went to St. John's University. And that's when I started playing for Team Beijing while I was there because of a connection with the coach and they, they needed a goalie. So. Yeah, I ended up uh, playing for – that's how I got to Team Beijing. And, uh, yeah, that was an interesting time, I guess, of my life. And then after that season, I ended up at Stony Brook. So. Now, for, those, for people who don't know, what is Team Beijing? Uh, that was a full, full Beijing, right, right from China, uh, hockey team in the USPHL Elite. Were you the only American on the team? The, yeah, it was me and two other guys, but they weren't, like, as consistent as me playing. Cause I was a goalie. I came in probably like 15, 20 games into the season and I got probably like 25, 30 games in. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> where would they play in practice? Uh, Northwell ice center where the Islanders practice. Yeah. We, we had the outdoor, they had the outdoor rink. We had the uh, outdoor locker room right there. So honestly, it wasn't a bad setup. They got a lot of things. They had the Beijing hockey association. They, uh, they funded up the whole thing. So. Yeah, you got Aaron Ash and skate with you guys too, yeah, right? Aaron Ash, I mean, cool. there's so many like ex-pro guys would skate at the rinks, and we had the lunchtime slot at 1 p.m. So I would uh, I would have morning classes and then drive like 20 minutes from St. John's to uh, to North Ball High Center, and I'd go on for practice, and then after that I'd leave, and they would stay for English class. So <laughs> I was gonna wow. say, I bet the locker room was crazy. Yeah, there was no communication at all. It was they would just be like, Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> That was it. I, I just came, I went there. There was no communication. I stopped pucks sometimes, and that was it. Left, and we would you're, get blown out like 70, 60 shots a game. It was it was crazy. But you, your English was good enough where you got to skip English class in the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get to miss that. <laughs> All right, and, and, and Peps, what about you? How'd you end up at at Stony Brook? Uh, so I started out uh, Montclair Blues. For uh, like AAA and then U16, I played North Jersey Avalanche. Uh, play, yeah, I played U16, then your junior there, and then uh, Hitman for two years. And then uh, went to PAL on uh, Long Island. And then uh, we played out of the same rink that uh, Stony, Brook, Stony Brook played at. And then uh, the coach actually confused me for somebody on, uh, on my team. And then he's like, oh, well, do you want to see the school too? I was like, yeah, why not? And then, uh, I, like, I talked to a couple, like, D3 schools, but didn't really fall in love with them. Brooks pretty close to home, so chose that. 
Did the guy that they were also recruiting that they got you confused with, did he end up going to Stony Brook? No, 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 no. He ended up at, like, uh, UMass Boston. Oh, yeah. nice. A little bit higher, yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, we love to trash the small D3 schools on this podcast. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> UMass, think... Boston, UMass Boston's a little better than Becker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> UMass Boston's hard to, uh, hard to trash. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys are you're at Stony Brook now. What, what are your well, Robbie? You can go first. What's your welcome to the ACHA moment? Oh wow! Um, welcome to the ACHA moment was uh, so I mean, coming from Team Beijing, I, mean, I won one game. I lost probably like twenty <laughs> straight. So I mean, I was honored. Like, like I was actually like like literally blessed to you know get an offer from anywhere, like, like D1 club. I was like, oh, my God, like, that's the best hockey like, I'm ever going to play. I didn't, like, expect to play. I didn't expect anything, really. I kind of was just, like, one of those guys who was, like, thankful to be there. So, But this was, like, my welcome to the ACHA moment. When I got there and my stall was in the bathroom. So we had, like, 30, 30 stalls, whatever, and all the stalls around the room, everyone's together having fun and stuff, and mine was right in the bathroom, the only, uh, the only person in there, so – there was an actual stall for you in the bathroom. There was a stall for me in the bathroom. I was I was the fourth goalie, so I would say it was an actual stall. It was more like a, a bench with your yeah. uh, with your name plate above it. They locked they locked uh, one of the bathroom stalls in because we had like a pretty it's a pretty nice locker room. It, uh, so there was like probably six stalls and they locked two of them. So I had like a little padding for my back and um, they put a bench in front of it. So well, at least you could probably sped up, like spread all your gear around. So at least you got some nice real yeah, estate. Yeah, it, it was nice uh, for Aaron out, but uh, before practice, when everyone's got their shoes and coffees going, it wasn't too fun. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, is that stall still like the fourth string goalie stall? I uh, I would say it depends on like the recruiting year. Like, like if some kids, uh, if they end up leaving during the year, if he over recruits, whatever, that's always an extra spot. I, I think my. I think the last year, I don't think anyone was in there. All right. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I mean, I guess having a stall is better than not having a stall at all. Yeah, it was pretty tough, though. Bathroom. <laughs> all right. And Pep, what about you? What was your welcome to the ACHA moment? Uh, mine is uh, another locker room one. Uh, so, like, we have, like, our tryouts before the season starts and, like, we're in, like, the public locker rooms, or whatever. And then, uh, all right, you made the team, like, uh, now you got to build a locker room. So like over the summer, it's a, it's a swim locker room. And then, uh, during the winter, during hockey season, we have to like roll the carpet out, uh, bring all the stalls in from, uh, from the back, put our own name plates up, everything like that. So I guess, uh, I guess that's my welcome to the ACHA moment. Because I I've heard from around the league that you guys don't actually like, that's not your locker room. Like you just rent it out. Right. Yeah. We rent it. Yeah. Yeah, rent that out there. So, it's actually like re- really nice once we set it up, but uh, it's big. It's a lot of room. Takes like takes like good like two three hours to set it up. Now, what is it during the summer when you guys don't have the stuff in there? Is it like a storage room? It's a uh, it's a there, there's a pool in the back of the rinks, uh, and uh, yeah, it's a swim locker room. <laughs> That's actually hilarious because like <laughs> what like the pictures of your locker it's gorgeous. Like you walk by when you first go into the rink and. Uh, you see, like, the red carpet and everything, yeah. the big Stony Brook logo, and that's actually funny that in the summertime, it's a pool locker room. Yeah, above our locker room, it says, uh, I think it says woman's locker room, <laughs> and it, it's, like, the woman's, uh, woman's, like, swim locker room or whatever. Wow, the more you know. 
we had the UNLV guys on last week. I don't know if you guys want to start and you want to you want to counter their side of the story of the the Christmas jersey brawl in Vegas. Um, Robbie, you were in net to start the game. Kind of walk us through what happened there. Yeah. So, um, I mean, everything happened so quick. <laughs> like from uh, I guess from warm ups, you know, getting loose. I was pretty. I was pretty surprised I was going to get that second game since uh, we won the first game and Shipman played good. So I guess uh, going into it, I was, I was ready, but I mean, right from, right from the start, I, I don't think it stopped. Just, I think it was three goals in the first period. And then um, I kind of had in the back of my head, like if, if one more goes in, I'm probably getting yanked. And it took another three more at six goals. That's what I, that's when I finally got yanked. And uh, I mean, they had a pretty decent crowd too. It was their, like their Christmas uh, ugly sweater night and stuff. So, it was definitely fun to play in front of and everything, but I mean, after letting up six goals, it wasn't too fun. So I was just happy to get to the bench and, uh, you know, take the helmet off and relax a little bit. And uh, I see two minutes later, I see Shipman. He kind of has a, I guess, a history, a little background of getting into some scraps and um, getting the, you know, kicked out of games. And there he goes, probably the last game I'd want to go back in. And uh, he gets into that little fight that they were talking about. And now I got to go back in after letting up six goals, we're losing six, three. And um, I had to play the rest of that one. So that was pretty rough. And in between, uh, in between intermissions, I think it was 6-3, right, Pat? Yeah, 6-3. And uh, there, were, there, was, uh, there was some words said in, like, in the locker room. There was, you know, it was a lot of going back and it, forth. It, 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 it fired the boys up, though. Yeah, I mean, what, yeah. it got, what it got us going. There was definitely a wake-up call. And uh, I think put a pep in our step to come out in the third period. And then, uh, yeah, post uh, – 6-3, came back to 6-4, 6-5, 6-6, and then I forgot who scored the last one, but 7-6. I, 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 I don't remember screaming that hard. I had no voice after the game. <laughs> after every single goal, I, the camera just missed you. I come to the bench, like completely flip out. It just kind of had that energy the whole time that we were going to come back after each goal. And the goalie was playing amazing. That's the crazy part. Their goalie was playing lights out. And um, after every goal, they would, I feel like they would just get a penalty and put us on the power play, and then we would just capitalize. Well, I think I've seen the highlights from this game. I think a key part of the story is that I think they took a penalty after every time you yeah. guys scored because you guys celebrated in front of their bench and they weren't too thrilled about that. Yeah, I think I think I had four shots the rest of the game. Pep, what do you remember from this game? What, yeah. What's what's Lockwood missing right now? Uh, I I think the biggest thing that sticks out to me before the game is like UNLV uh, posted on their story that they were going to be wearing those sick ugly sweaters. And uh, Lockwood sends a Snapchat in our group chat, like, oh, the, uh, the Grinch is about to steal Christmas. And then goes in and gets absolutely shelled. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, in that highlight video, like, you see, like, Lockwood lights up. Uh, uh, Easy ones. Floaters. Yeah, yeah. And then Shipman goes in for, like, five minutes, and Lockwood comes back in and shuts it down. Got a, got a tally in the, in the win column. That's all that matters. Yep. But yeah, the game was chippy from the start, and then the uh, the fight happened, um, and uh, all the rest were wearing like dub ass patches. So I'm sure they were uh, were used to dealing with stuff like that. That was my oh, last yeah. game. Too. That was my last game I ever played. Good wow, to way to go out. That's like yeah, yeah way to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's like like a relief, like a a starting pitcher in baseball getting shelled and then yanked and then they run out of relief pitchers and they have to put them back in the bullpen into the game. Yeah. In the back of my head, I knew I had a short leash, so I knew that was going to be my last game. Like a little part of me knew that was it senior year and everything, but that was definitely a, 
crazy game to go out out on. So. And then did you guys – Where? when was your flight? Did you fly out the next day? Did you get one night in Vegas? No. We, I, I stayed at the casino that night until 4 a.m. into our flight. I, I was alone. I stayed out solo. We weren't yeah, allowed to stay on the strip either, so that's that kind of sucked. I think I think like seventy five percent of the team uh, pulled all nighters. Uh, one kid won like twelve hundred bucks at with like twenty five minutes at the at the roulette table uh, at the roulette table, but uh, I don't think uh, there are many more winners other than that. So the the flight was at like four in the morning. We left at four thirty from the hotel. Oh, yeah, and we took a pigeon flight home. It was like Southwest, I think. Straight to where do you fly into? Uh, Baltimore, and then we and yeah, then we Baltimore, uh, yeah, was, over. Crash part. It was a connector. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what's it like just playing at Stony Brook? Um, I guess take us through like a a game day, typical game day routine, and um, like how you're treated by the school, and just what the home games are like. What do you want to start? E- this e- either, yeah, either one of you. <laughs> Have you got it? I got it. All right. Uh, so uh, how we're treated at the school. I mean, uh, I'm sure you guys are uh, pretty similar to like kind of uh, like your whole team, your whole school is like NCAA D1 and then uh, like we're clubs. So like people like kind of don't really know uh, <laughs> that, that we're not D1. Like we kind of, we, uh, we bought our own backpacks to, to match the D1 team. Um, <laughs> but um Typical game day. Uh, our rink's like 15 minutes from campus, um, so we don't really get a lot of like uh, student fans. But uh, we draw a decent amount of fans. But they're all like uh, they're all like townies, people from Long Island. Um, when we bring the band to, uh, makes it look like we have a decent amount of fans. Um. You're selling yourself short. You guys got the Ice Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys have Ice oh, Girls. Uh, yeah, we got Ice Girls. Yeah, pom poms and everything. <laughs> oh. Lucky. Yeah, yeah, they make uh, they make the big tunnel with the uh, with the pom poms as we're walking out to the ice. Hypes the boys up a little bit. And, I, was tell- uh, and it- I was telling you guys, they shut off the lights at Stony Brook, and you can't see anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you got there's like the light on your side of the ice, but like the visiting team, you go out, and I remember like the seniors were like, "Hey, like keep your head up out there, like it's gonna be dark." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. those lights. Uh, I guess I guess they aren't too strong for uh, to make the whole rink go out. But it's not really centered. But I mean, when you're coming out of it for our end, it's it's kind of cool. So yeah, but uh, shout out to the ice girls that do a great job. But I think the best thing they do is uh, when the opposing team like uh, skates up to the blue line, does their starting lineup. Like the ice girls just stare them down. Like not like don't like cheer for them. Just stare into their souls. Real intimidation factor. From experience, that that it, it is, it's a sight. It, it's like uh, it kind of brings it back. I mean, we didn't have the when we played last year. There was no band, but uh, it's it's kind of like old school. Like they they got the ice girls on the ice and and the band. And have any of the ice girls just like tripped and completely ate it on the ice before? Not that I've seen. No, uh-uh. <laughs> they practice. I think. What? Oh yeah, they do. Practice, yeah, I think yeah. they have practices. So. Wow. They probably practice more than some uh, ACHA teams. 
So uh, you, you guys talked about traveling to UNLV. Like, where else do you guys go for road trips, and how are they usually like? Are you guys usually like fly? Do you guys take a bus? How does it usually go? Uh, I would say we probably have one or two flights a year because, I mean, assuming we make nationals, that's usually Texas. So we flew there. Um, we flew to yeah, uh, Mich- Michigan Dearborn. We Dearborn. flew to uh, Rob Morris, Illinois. Wait, did we? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we Adrian, we take a bus. That's like 12 hours or something. And, like, our, pra- our practice ends at – uh, 1130 on Thursday night and then we hop right on the bus bring my yoga mat put it uh, put it in the hallway sleep for like eight hours on the bus it's actually pretty comfortable um, and then there's like Liberty is like how far away is that from like seven hours yeah uh, Ohio bus yeah we bus Ohio yeah yeah no yeah. no cupcake games for you guys <laughs> you guys uh, pack, you guys pack the schedule with like the other top 25 teams outside our conference yeah our, our coach has a really good job of uh of making a schedule our coach is probably one of the hardest working coaches in the ACHA like 20%. goes 20%. to goes to like all the USPHL showcases and stuff and yeah. calls every coach and he'll call him like 10 times and just annoy him into into playing us but it, it works out. I, I, like, our only, like, cupcake games are really are, like, uh, Rockers, uh, Westchester when they used to be in our, in our conference. But uh, that's really it. Our coach does a good job. Who's, who would you say is your biggest rival? Uh, probably, probably Liberty. Just because, I mean, they're not in our conference anymore, but um, – they were in our conference, so like we, you know, we played four times, and uh, I, like I, I would say there's some bad blood between uh, guys on our team and and their team, but I'm also friendly with a couple of them too. But I don't know, a lot of feeling. Anyone else? I would say if, if we had to pick one, like other than Liberty, maybe NYU. I feel like they're a pretty chippy team, yeah. and their small ring kind of gets a little bit more contact going. So. Yeah, I, can't really, I, yeah I, I can't really think of anyone else that's like uh i know you are i we always we always go at it with mm. yeah i think i think nyu more than you or i though yeah at it's, least i got you put nyu <laughs> you should tell that story <laughs> you lit me up <laughs> they almost made me quit hockey <laughs> did you get lit up at chelsea piers uh no it was a home game it was it was my uh my freshman year my first year at stony brook I uh, I played one game, and as a new goalie, it was my second his second game of the year against Kent State, and I didn't do like terrible. We won, I think it was five three, and I didn't play another game until our senior night. Like they picked me to play for our senior night against NYU, and yeah, I have a history of getting pulled, and I guess this is where it started. Uh, I got shelved like three goals right away after like like grinding all year, traveling to every away game as a third goalie, all this stuff. I was like so ready to play for the senior senior night, and. I got pumped, like, so quick. I also – I got sewered, though. Like, there was, like, turnovers in front of the net. Yeah. And I just – I got pulled, and I just completely threw a tantrum. <laughs> yeah, I, I was definitely thinking about quitting hockey, but I made it another two years, so. Uh, what did the – did uh, broken stick over crossbar? Like, what kind of tantrum are we talking about? I got to the penalty box. I just threw everything. Automatically put my head right into a turtle. Just sat there for the whole first period, and then – 
Yeah, and then I got into the locker room, and I think I'd knocked myself out. So <laughs> yeah, you conquered yourself. <laughs> yeah, definitely conquered myself. <laughs> and that fired us up, though. We scored. We uh, we climbed back, made it thirty thirty, but then lost in a shootout. I think. Yeah, we lost a shootout. Yeah, my bad. Respectable. Yeah. <laughs> then Rob, we'll uh, we'll start with you. What would you say your your favorite place to play was? Um. I mean, I didn't really get to play in a, in a lot of uh, arenas or games, but I would. I mean, I, I did have a I did have a nice game at Liberty, so I'm gonna have to go with Liberty. Probably the, the most common answer from people in the Asha. But yeah, playing at Liberty was sick, especially with fans. It was a uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. It was a close game. Uh, we didn't win. I think we lost two one, but uh, definitely cool going back to you know like telling all your friends on ESPN Plus. Um, it's definitely a good memory. What about you, Pep? Uh, probably Ohio. Uh, I, I mean, I love I love playing at Liberty, like pack the house and and everything. But Ohio's like sick atmosphere. Uh, like everything's more like condensed. Like everyone's it feels like everyone's right on top right of you. Right in the middle of campus too. But, yep, yep. But um, uh, fucking um. Oh, my freshman year, we went to overtime with them, and like. No sound was cooler than uh, our team scoring in overtime, and then just hearing just like all the boys screaming and uh, the fans silent. Uh, it's one of my favorite favorite memories. I'd say like Liberty and Ohio definitely seem to be like the two best atmospheres to play in. I feel like Liberty's got like the jumbotron and like a more state of the art arena, but Ohio's more old school tin can like pack the house. Ready. They yeah. got the, the locker room that we go in. They have a, a door. It was freezing in there. And they uh they have a door going right to the pool. To the right to the into so locker room. And I would just put my skate guards on when I was backing up and I would crawl into there and just sit like by the pool where it was like warm. It was wait for uh, in, in between intermission. Uh, Ohio also had uh some some fan, I don't know if it was a fan or somebody that worked for the team, but dressed up in a blow-up T-Rex costume, and we got uh, we got swept last year, and <laughs> the T-Rex was waiting by our locker room with a broom just sweeping, <laughs> and, like, kids on our team were, like, trying to go at her, but uh, I think her, her husband was, like, standing right there, like, hey, like, get in your fucking locker room. <laughs> Um, what, what would you say? We've got some pretty good rinks in our in our conference. If you had to rank the visiting rinks in the Eshel, number one's probably Liberty, but after Liberty, what's the ranking look like? I love URI. I love playing there, especially when I'm backing up right between the tunnel. I sit there, I can go check my phone once in a while. <laughs> have someone bring me uh, like a hot dog or something. They have a subway in there too. Oh man. And subtle cookie between uh between periods. Uh, it was definitely definitely a good place for a backup goalie. If they, if uh, they packed it out, that'd be really fun to play at. Yeah, that would. Yeah, yeah, that's it, it, a sick arena. They have like probably almost as many seats as Liberty. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up, but uh, well, same thing with like know, Delaware. That, that whole, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say I, I would say like. Syracuse URI tied first, and then Delaware. Um, who am I missing? Us. Uh, us. NYU. NYU. Yeah, NYU's 
That might nice. be the worst rink in college fuck, hockey. Fuck that place. <laughs> I, I would say I would say we have some of the worst. Like uh, like Stony Brook has the worst like visiting locker room. Uh, I think those locker rooms are pretty tight. They're yeah, they're pretty small. You yeah, they're tight, but that, right? they're tight. But you don't have to share it with a men's league team like at Chelsea <laughs> Piers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so like, I'll take it. I had to. I had to get dressed. Um, when we played with you guys, I had to get dressed like behind the pole. Like the pole is placed in the locker room at, at the rinks, like in the worst <laughs> possible spot. It just takes up like four seats in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I loved about the rinks was uh, they would have free free skate before the game. And um, there was a guy in full uh, Rangers goalie pads wearing a Hendrick Lundquist jersey during free skate. <laughs> that sounds about right. Sounds yeah, about you definitely right. get some characters out there before games. You still little people watching. He's just getting his work in. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I tell you, this guy was in the crease. He was like doing goalie movements, wearing a Hank Lundquist jersey, and he had Rangers pads and everything. Are there like no <laughs> nets out there for open skate either? So he's no just, like, nets, in the no. And <laughs> just, just in the crease. Uh, ice is hard to come by on Long Island, so I mean, whatever, whatever you can get. There was just like a group of like little kids just trying to like holding up against the boards, like you always see in public skating. That is just this kid in the crease just doing goalie drills, tearing it off, ripping the ice up before we go on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are some? All their skates are unsharpened, and they're all just tearing up the ice. Yeah, I hate that. What are some of your uh, your better memories from Stony Brook? The, some things that we haven't covered. Uh, I'll start out with a story. I want I want to tell this one. Uh, so uh, freshman on our team last year, Mike Conlon, um, like great hockey player, but he's he's crazy, like nutcase, and and, and he'll vouch for that. And uh, we were playing against uh, Delaware, and I think it, probably first half of the season, um, and he gets lit up like helmet blows off his head he's probably seeing stars and he uh, like five minute major he just stands up looks at like it was right in front of our bench stands up looks at all the boys just go just goes let's fucking go (laughs) (laughs) just fired everyone up Uh, yeah Yeah, i don't know i would say just the the guys he recruits like like everybody like like a part of the team he's uh i'd say garrow's really good at getting everybody uh like together the fact that most people live in houses together and stuff um, you know, going out together and stuff. Uh, most people have class together. We're all uh, similar majors and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a good time just being with everyone. What, what kind of tunes do the boys bump in the locker room? Who's on Ox? Jay Woods. Jay <laughs> uh, Woods. We have, uh, we have a SoundCloud rapper on our team. And he's, he's good, though. He's, he's, not like, he's not trash. So we, we play a lot of his music before the games, and it's like – on the buses too after wins, like everyone just like cites word yeah. for word all the songs. So yeah, I, I think really? you cha- you've challenged him, Robbie, a couple times uh, in uh, freestyle battles and yeah, on the bus. He put some good memories on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, it depends who's on Ox. Like uh, if Ronaldo's on Ox, he's always bumping country. Uh, oh my god, singing country before the game. Yeah. Voice of an angel. Dr. Ninety one. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll be on Ox and I'll mix it up, like maybe some uh, rap sometimes. Uh, I, I like the old, like, punk rock, like Good Charlotte and uh, Killer, stuff like that. 
That sounds right up Fitz's alley. He's not yes. his head. He likes it. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so in on that. Yeah. Low Green Day, Blink-182. Yeah, I, I can't stand I can't stand rap before games. I just can't do it. Even country. I, I, maybe after the game. Yeah. But before the game, it's I'm, I'm right there with you with some rock and roll, punk rock. Uh, I was going to say, uh, after the games, we usually, we usually pick a win song every year. And we have uh, we have the hard hat, and uh, whoever wins the hard hat gets the medal of the locker room and has to uh, dance to Macho Man. They're the uh, they're the Macho Man for the day. No way! That's <laughs> awesome. Do we have a video of this? Uh, I don't think there's a lot of uh, clothing being worn when, uh, when it happens. So. No videos. Definitely get you off. Hey, Got to subscribe to the OnlyFans for that one. Tar- tarps off, boys are just giving her after the game. <laughs> Love it. Jesus Christ! No matter no, you guys beat us eight two. No wonder everyone's trying to dance to Macho Man after the game. Exactly. Boys aren't letting up. <laughs> uh so you guys mentioned that you live like 15 minutes off campus like what's like do you guys like what's the house like do you guys host events at the house or is it is it too far from campus uh we we had a we had a house made my freshman my freshman year that was like uh, a good party house but like a lot of the houses on long island are very like tight together so if you bump music probably gonna get the cops called on you so we rely on uh nowadays we rely on other houses for for uh for our parties uh, nothing wrong with that you just you know torture someone else's property for the night exactly hey, yeah. don't have to clean up yeah we, we love playing down my house <laughs> <laughs> what about uh Let's talk about what it was like going to nationals. We didn't get to talk about that yet. Nationals. Um, I mean, I can't really say much. I would just kind of show up, set up the skate sharpener, and just sit there and watch. But, um, yeah, Pat, this one's you. Uh, I mean, nat- nationals is cool. It, it was in uh, Columbus my freshman year. Uh, we played Pitt first game. Um, and you played then- the Blue Jackets – Practice ring for that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, play, sick, right? play Ohio State there. Okay. That 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 ring's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's like identical to um the Prudential Center in, in Jersey, like yeah. set up. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah, we played we, we played Pitt our first game, we won that one, and then we played um Adrian who who we actually uh we were the only team to beat them that year, but we lost to them and then they ended up going all the way. Um and then, Those uh, guys are pretty good at hockey, huh? Yeah, yeah. we get them like every year, twice. <laughs> yeah, and and that ring's actually really fun to play in. Like, I think somebody else said this in a previous interview, but they're they're or maybe Murph, you said it. Like, they're standing right over you uh, uh, on the bench. And oh, yeah, and Fitz has played there. Yeah, they got okay. the bar behind the bench. Yeah, and they make yep. fun of my mullet every time. <laughs> <laughs> How could you make fun of a mullet? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we we went down uh like five nothing uh in the first like ten minutes of the game we were uh we were playing there and the fans were just ruthless just go <laughs> fucking go home uh, I think I think we ended up losing that game seven six we made a run but it would have been cool to win that one yeah their fans started like spinning on us they're they're no holds bar they're not playing around <laughs> probably like pouring beer down on the bench too. <laughs> 
I mean, no offense to the locals there, but it's Adrian, Michigan. Like, not much going on. And, and so you guys um, went back to nationals the next year, right? Uh, in, in Texas, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, you got who? Who'd you guys play? We played. Um, we won the first game. No, Iowa. We lost. Iowa. Yeah, and then they yeah. ended up. Did they end up winning it that year? No, they they went to the game. I, I think. They oh, they lost to Minot. Yeah. Minot State. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys won your first round game that year. We didn't have one. Yeah. No. Yeah. We 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 didn't have like a playing game. Like. I think we, we were, were like ranked thirteen, so we didn't have to. Yeah. Or maybe were we higher? Uh, Twelve, maybe. I don't know. We, <laughs> we just got fucked both years with playing. Uh, I remember. I like. I like sprained round. my uh my foot. We were playing soccer on the fields in Texas. They had like these huge open fields by our hotel. And I caught like a little digger when I was kicking the ball and I like sprained my foot. I had to walk through the, the airport like that with the shoe off and everything. Oh, yeah. We, we've had some bad luck with, with uh, injuries off the ice. Like, Mostly uh, with soccer too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like a uh, couple kids got hurt uh, off the ice and, and they were good together. Like uh, Dev. Oh, that was at Syracuse, right? Uh, when our captain rolled his ankle. Oh no, that was at um, that was at uh, Rob Morris, Illinois. We were uh, playing sewer in the parking lot of the. Uh, uh, yeah, we were playing sewer in the parking lot of the of the hotel, and uh, Powerade bottle found its way under uh, Brad's foot, and he, uh, I don't know if he broke his ankle, but he he couldn't play that night. <laughs> yeah, messed up. S- sewer balls deadly on the island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, another thing I talk about, uh, just about like uh, playing at Stony. Like we like to get, we like to get uh, like activities going in the locker room, everything. And uh, I had a old ping pong table in my in my garage that we hadn't used in a few years, so brought it to school and uh, we played ping pong for every practice, every game, and we had a uh, a big power ranking system, uh, you know, like one to thirty. I think Lockwood, you were uh, you were sniffing the bottom of the barrel, right? I don't think I. I think I played one game. <laughs> <laughs> I would just sit on my phone the whole time. Just, yeah, definitely racked up fines that year. <laughs> How does the ranking system work? If you beat somebody, you take their spot. Well, you you got to play somebody within two ranks of you, and then you, you can go up or go down. Um, and then we had a we had a big March Madness tournament at the end of the season. Who's the paddle king at Stony Brook? Lockwood. Was it Geigel? I think it was either Geigel or Or maybe my brother. Yeah, I think it was your brother. Yeah, yeah. Kids kids nasty with the paddle. Yeah, I think yeah. he had a either Justin Geigel or Devin Pep. One of those yeah. two. I don't he, know who it was. He had a he had a ping pong table in his locker room at uh New Hampshire Avalanche, so he he had some practice. And so Pep, what's that like playing with your brother, right? He was a freshman last year? Yeah, yeah. We we played in high school together for a couple years and then um I actually coached that team for for a couple of years too, so I got I got to spend I t- technically four years with him there, but uh, but yeah he was looking at a bunch of schools, and then uh, like last minute decided to come to Stony Brook, but yeah I mean it's awesome playing with playing with Dev. It, 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 it's cool to hear like when uh, if like he scores a goal I assist it like a uh, goal scored by number forty four Devin Pepe. Assisted by number twenty-two, Brandon Pepe. It's cool here on the uh, on the intercom. Not bad. Yeah, mom gets a kick out of it. Yeah, shout out Gumdrop. 
<laughs> with her uh, coffee cup full of red wine, slamming yeah. on the glass. That's the best part. She comes, she takes pictures and everything. Matt, like professional, so yeah. it's nice having both brothers on the team get all those picks. Oh, that's we we've talked about this a bit. The best part about playing college hockey is the pictures that go on Instagram. So when I like decided to go to Syracuse, I was watching like a game from uh from back home and uh, they were playing you guys and like the band was at the game. It was nuts, but like that camera angle from the live stream, like you don't see the bleachers. So I, I was under the assumption that it was like, I don't want to say like URI, but like I thought that whole side was all bleachers. And then when I got there, I was like, Oh, like the bleachers are just up top. Like that's it. Like that's the (laughs) ring. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, I mean, it, it looks cool when they pack it out. It doesn't happen that often, but uh, a lot of standing room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's cool when everyone actually crowds around the actual glass. Matt, and the was say, somebody got some lady got like smoked with a puck when we played you guys. She was right in the front row. Like yeah. people were standing right on the glass, like underneath the bleachers. Yeah, she got she got a few stitches from uh from that one. Yeah. We have some pretty sick blueprints, though, for a rink on campus that just never happened. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, the the old owner of the of the Islanders, I forget his name, uh, Wang. I, I think his last name was Wang. He, he yeah. donated to the school like a, a shitload of money, and then it all went into like a an art center. So whenever I take a, a shit when I'm on, camp, when I'm on campus, I used to. It's got oh, sushi great Chinese up, food, which is awesome. So I mean. Sushi or a rink? <laughs> Win some, you lose some, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least there's a consolation prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got um, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll close. You guys' favorite memory from Stony Brook? You want to go first, Woody? Um, I, I mean – we already talked about it, but the Vegas memory, because it was, that was just like, absolutely. That was definitely the craziest game I've ever played in. And um, it was my last game I ever played in. So that, that's definitely, I mean, nonetheless, it was in Vegas in front of like a decent crowd. So I think that's definitely my, uh, my favorite memory of hockey. It's just, I mean, if it was a loss, if it resulted in a loss, it'd be the other way around. But since, uh, since we ended up pulling that uh, W out, I think that's gotta be my, definitely my favorite memory from hockey and from Stony Brook. What about you, Pep? Yeah, no, I, I, I got to agree. It's just like the combination of the fight and the comeback being in Vegas. That's uh, yeah, got to easily be uh, easily be my uh, favorite memory. I'd say the comeback probably wouldn't have been as, as cool if you were playing at Delaware in front of like no fans and <laughs> yeah, yeah, just another Eshel game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, the the fans didn't like us very much at uh, UNLV, and that kind of made it, made it that much sweeter. All right. Well, hey, uh, thank you guys so much for, for coming on and, and taking the time to talk to us. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having us on. Appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. I, uh, it uh, takes up my long drives from uh, Jersey to Long Island. Once again, thank you, the boys from Stony Brook. Brendan Pepe, Robbie Lockwood for joining the show. Glick, what do you think? We got another goalie on the show. We're just filling the crease here. Certainly can't complain of having one of our own kind back on the podcast and talking to a fellow goalie. Our own kind. Yeah. We just op- we just operate on like a special wavelength that you guys just don't understand. 
you guys were talking to each other in your heads. We didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> they were uh, they were good guys though. It was it was fun to listen to them, and then also fun having the um, the first time having guys on that have played one of us. They played you, Murph. Yeah, no, that was cool. We and, and that was something I didn't really think of until today that um, for the first time we've had uh, a guest that I've played against. I didn't exactly light it up against Stony Brook, but. Um, like they remembered uh, you though they remembered you yeah yeah you know they're they're a little easier to remember they they're nice enough to have the nameplates on their jerseys we don't have have that same fortune at syracuse but the number seven was causing havoc <laughs> the, the Cuse uh, boys played for the uh the name on the front of the jersey they just get it done that being said we did we did talk about the national tournament um those boys got to go to columbus and Dallas, which begs the question, if you got to choose where the national tournament was played, where would you want to go? Fitz, we're going to go to you first. We're taking it down south. Um, I know this is probably a wild card, but Alabama, the Frozen Tide, they're, um, we played there my freshman year, and it's like straight up a legit rink, and I think it's Pelham, Alabama. I think it's like 45 minute drive from their campus, but they still get a bunch of people at the games and like, they'll turn off all the lights before and they have like the, the red um, for Bama, you know, shining down on the ice, jumbotron, the, uh, the whole nine yards. So I definitely think that could be a sick place to have it. About 45 minutes outside of Tuscaloosa, not a bad spot to have it. And like you said, that arena is perfect for, in terms of what the ACHA looks at, uh, Right, they, they got the jumbotron too. So, yeah. you know, why not? Glick, Glick, where are you hosting the event? Um, I'm going the complete opposite of Fitzy's answer, both temperature-wise and geographically. I'm gonna have to go with Alaska. I mean, I've I've just always wanted to go there, but I don't. Know, it just seems like a sick place to play hockey. I don't know why. I mean, if the NHL had games there, that just get uh, I'm sure the ACHA can get some games up there. Uh, it'd be interesting for sure. I I don't know what the what the flight costs to Alaska look like. I don't know if that's going to be breaking the bank for these ACHA ACHA teams, but I think Alaska would be cool. Should have an outdoor natty tournament. <laughs> Ooh. What about you, Murph? Where are you hosting it? Um, I'm going. I know we've talked about it a lot. We talked to the boys the other day, but I I legit. I honestly think that Vegas is going to host the national tournament in the next five years. I think they're building, they got the AHL team is in Vegas. Now they're uh, right in, in Henderson. They're building a new, a new rink. That's going to be like an AHL sized rink in Henderson. I think uh, it'd be a perfect place to do the national tournament. They got the Vegas golden Knights practice facility there too. Um, I think we, we've heard plenty of stories about the boys getting after in Dallas. I think, a Vegas national tournament would be would be pretty fun and and uh, would probably incentivize nationals more than any other year. True, that's the only thing though. I I don't know if like the ACHA committee would be like okay with sending a bunch of young college ACHA players to Las Vegas for a week. I don't know if they uh. I think they know how that turns out, but I'm all for it. <laughs> hey, the most disciplined teams will advance to the finals. <laughs> the less disciplined teams will will get a couple night out nights out in Vegas before their flights back home. 
it's funny talking to the Stony Brook guys about uh, their experience in Vegas and getting on a flight at four thirty in the morning. Um, didn't exactly have the the night out in Vegas, more like a, a walk around town and hop in and out of the casino and hope you make the flight in the morning. Um, I'm Their sure that's exactly through the roof too after that game against UNLV. It's crazy. I, I can't imagine being a goalie and getting pulled and then seeing the backup go in and get kicked out and then having to go back in the game. I mean, at least he finished strong with that uh, second half shutout. So respect to him. The final game of his collegiate career. Way to go out. Robbie Lockwood out on top. That being said, I think that this just about wraps up episode 16. Once again, uh, thank you all for, for tuning in and, and have a safe weekend and, and we'll see you next week. See you boys. Yep. See you guys next week.